So apparently there's a babe in Indonesia that's being investigated by the police because she is pregnant. And the issue isn't who she's pregnant by, it's more of how she got pregnant. Because according to her, in her own words, she claims that she got pregnant because a gust of wind blew into her underpanties. And I've got a couple of thoughts about this, because firstly, yes, besides that one, I'm talking about the thought that what if she's actually covering up for someone else? Because apparently she was married, but she broke up with her husband. And considering that Indonesia is a Muslim nation, and you know, you kind of have to be married for you to start having kids as a Muslim woman, well, she probably has to cover for someone. So she clearly couldn't take it from the back and just say, God, you know what? Just put it inside me. And you know what? She probably ended up getting pregnant like that. But no, you know what? Let's try and take her word for it. Let's say that it was just a gust of wind that made her pregnant. Probably the man that she's been eyeing, probably that crush just so happened to send his nut via airdrop. Maybe that happened. But considering that she doesn't look like a baller, I'm looking at a picture right now, she doesn't look like the richest human being in the world, so she doesn't exactly qualify that well for an iPhone, let's assume that it was Bluetooth. Let's assume that this man left his nut in there via Bluetooth and the wind just so happened to send the transfer file a little bit faster. Because you know, sperms are information. Each sperm has, I don't know, 37 megabytes of information or some shit. So probably all of it was sent to her vagina that way. And for real, she did not get pregnant from another man. This is one of the more interesting situations where you have to defend someone. And I think the most interesting part about all of this is the fact that this isn't a guy who did this. Because normally guys are the ones that are accused of lying like this. We're the ones that will have our babes over for the weekend. And once she realizes that there's another woman's underwear there, we'll say that we got it as good luck from the witch doctor so that it can help us with our bets. We're the kind of people that will go ahead and tell women that we will give them the world yet we don't even own a plot of land. But either way, I'm kind of glad that a lady managed to do this because this will help further reinforce their statement which I can now fully use against them when I say, what a man can do, a woman can do. Anyways, we have a podcast to start. And unfortunately, this isn't one of those things that you can have done with just a gust of wind. So in typical fashion, welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who does not get women pregnant through farting. He is a man whose sickness for the thickness prevents him from skinny dipping. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, there's a drill to this and yes, if you don't know the drill, it's okay. But if you know the drill, you can repeat it along with me because it's a pretty simple drill. Super simple goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle and I will get it from there and handle it accordingly. On Facebook and on Instagram, you can send them to at Breaktime on Westside because normally there's people that'll take the screenshots. Normally there's the screen grabs that people will think, you know what, this is something that we should probably be discussing. But guess what? We didn't find it on Twitter. We found it on Facebook. We found it on IG on the Explore page or some shit like that. And then you send it and I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. 
Now, much as I didn't want to go back to the whole Valentine's discussion, because you know, it's pretty much been a week since that happened, I do have to go back to something that someone asked me to kind of look into. And it was the Cardi B statement that was made just before Valentine's happened. I think it's around exactly a week since she posted it up. And that's if you're listening on the actual day when this podcast came out, where she talked about how women should also contribute in that if a man manages to get you flowers, you get him grass. Meaning that whatever Valentine gift he gives you, you get him one, but you get him a cheaper one. And that was the idea that she was trying to drift. And people were a little torn between in that, right? Because they didn't really know whether to accept it or to deny it. Because on one side, you can see the benefits of it. Because at least if ladies listen to her, it means that they'll at least give us some sort of a Valentine's gift. But on the other hand, considering that she said if you get her flowers, she gets you grass, suddenly you're like, damn like not unless if it's weed we're talking about because some of us actually want some of it then we're being terribly shortchanged in this whole exchange and the thing is guys have always been getting shortchanged this whole thing of oh it's my birthday you get me socks you get me a tie probably get me a card the worst ones are the ones that will just want to fuck you because clearly they still think that pussy is a gift and the worst part about it is like i said last week it's not like they're gonna add anything that thing that you like they're still gonna continue keep doing it even when it's not on your birthday there's nothing special she's adding to it maybe she'll take up the 20 percent of the work that she's supposed to be doing but you know what i kind of bashed on women about this last week so i'm not gonna go back there what i am gonna say is i do agree with her i do agree with the fact that yes in as much as it's a small gift at least women should start giving back because this whole thing of receiving, 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 it doesn't really help anybody. You receive love, care, and affection. If your boyfriend has money, you receive a girlfriend allowance, you receive a vacation. If you end up dumping them and you have a kid, then you receive child support. And while all of that is happening, you're still probably gonna be receiving strokes from men. Like, at what point do you start giving? Huh? Like, y'all need to start giving a little bit more here and there. Because clearly, I think guys have just been giving, giving, giving. And we're usually the ones that are told, oh, you don't listen to us. Oh, you don't give us anything good. And yet, while she's busy making all of that noise, it's not like she's even giving a damn. Like, we're getting shortchanged out in these streets. So, I think guys should start appreciating the little things that we're getting from the babes. And no, I'm not just saying that the babes should give us the little things. Even you give us something big. It's not like the thing that we usually give to you is usually little. Like sometimes at least we make sure we go more than 15 seconds. Imagine if we were going under 10. Imagine how pissed off y'all would get and then you wouldn't give us anything. But no, we're giving it to you for 15 seconds. Sometimes we even do 17. And you know what? While we're doing that, we're trying to make sure that our sizes aren't too small. And the thing is, we are trying to do all of that because we don't want to give you something little. We want to give it to you a lot. So you might as well reciprocate and give us something of the sort. You know, we're not into the socks. No, we have enough socks and we've used some of them for our five alive sessions. So you can ditch that. We don't want a tie because I'm sure there's enough ties for us to hang ourselves with in the likely event that we feel tired of that relationship. And in any case, I think there's better things that we can be given that doesn't require a lot of money that isn't exactly small. Like big booty. Like we, we always appreciate big booty. Especially if it's your friends. 
So you should let us have a crack at some of that while we're still at it. Like give us a Valentine's gift that we will genuinely appreciate. Go out of the box and find your man a good Valentine's gift, particularly a big one and preferably one that's a little close to home. That way we'll continue giving you gifts and we'll be all nice and sweet about it and we will not even complain. You feel me? Ladies, if you wanted a Valentine's gift idea, I've already just given you one for free. You don't even have to pay for it. You don't have to go to IG for it. But if you do want to go to IG, at least just go to the Break Time on West Side page and follow it. Then you can keep up with the updates from the podcast from there. But anyways, that aside, we should probably move it on to our tweets for this week. But before we get to that, though. I know you're dying to continue the podcast you're currently listening to, but we have to interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you Sound Nation, relevant to music ranging from hip-hop to rumba, rock to bongo, and much, much more. We shall review new albums as well as fresh singles whilst paying homage to the sounds of the past. Find our episodes on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast streaming platforms. All right, so on to the first tweet. Stop hiding prostitution and a quote-unquote I don't date broke men. My sister, name your price. Hmm, this is actually a very interesting statement, especially considering that it came from a woman. And at this point, I will come out and say that I actually disagree with it. Yes, as someone that has always kind of preached for the men, as someone that has consistently mentioned things that would benefit men i am actually going against the idea that a woman shouldn't say that she doesn't date broke men i honestly disagree with it i think women should be allowed to say that under certain conditions like i personally don't have a problem with women saying that they don't date broke men i think it helps them in a sense because it shows that they have standards and yes having standards is a good thing And having the ability to choose based on your standards is actually a good thing. Because even us guys have standards. And those standards are rarely ever contravened. Not unless if it's one of those situations where the babe had such good pussy that even though the face looked like it was not supposed to be on that body, you were like, you know what? I think I can handle the homies on this one. So in a sense, I totally side with such ladies. I don't have a problem with them saying that they don't date broke men but and let me just make sure i add it but if you choose to make such a statement if you choose to say that you do not date broke men then my dear let me make sure i add this for you just make sure you are able to punch within that weight class just make sure you can match up to it because while you're punching and aiming for a guy that's worth a million bob If you look like 1500, do you really think he's gonna look your way? Do you really think that this man in this day and age where women want equality is going to treat you like an equal if he manages to look your way? Because shorty, we're in a day and age where both genders are working. So if you're unable to match yourself up and become of value, then of course the guy will look at you assuming that you're super fine and this guy will rank you as a 10 whether you're thick or not you have the finest face and the best looking body maybe he'll look at you and he'll be like you know what that babe looks fine and that should probably get you halfway through step one but after that then 
that's when the whole question of are you dateable and actually even scratch that are you bangable before you even dateable for him to really consider it start to come into question because when you look at it a guy that's making a hell of a lot more has a hell of a lot more options so this guy is definitely gonna be looking for really really good maybe the girl that he used to hit back in the day that he used to consider as okay he now sees as ugly maybe the person that he probably thought was fine back then just seems okay or doesn't even seem like they're up to his level when he's making a shit ton of money so what tells you that you're going to get a chance with a guy if he's making a million bob and you're not looking anywhere close hmm what tells you that he's going to look through every single babe he's going to look at a ton of women that are willingly throwing themselves at him and look at you and be like you know what I am going to ditch each and every one of these people just for this one babe. What tells you that? Huh? Do you think this guy has zero options like that? Hmm? Do you think some babe that's possibly of a higher status can get him? Hmm? Do you not question yourself like that? Hmm? And before you come back attacking me saying, oh, Denver, your podcast usually says blah, blah, blah. You've been saying that guys don't really look at how much a woman makes, blah, blah, blah. Yes. I have said that. I've said that multiple times. I've said what it is that a woman makes doesn't really bother guys. And yes, that's actually true. But what I'm trying to say is status is also something that can be a deal breaker. Good status is something that everyone wants. Everyone wants to be in the high up. No rich person wants to be somebody else's meal ticket. Nobody wants to be Captain Saverho. So of course, they're gonna go for someone that's a little closer to their level as opposed to someone that's a little bit farther off. Sometimes even the beauty is bypassed in that. So in as much as I don't mind you going and saying that you don't date broke men, give yourself some value, put some status on yourself, start looking like a bit of a baller and that will give you some access to some really really rich guys. If you want a good example of it, look at Lori Harvey. She does not have any special sauce on her. It's not like she has this funny lotion that she applies and manages to get her these rich and famous and high class individuals as dating partners. No, she is someone who is from money and money will recognize money every single time. So please, you want to get to that level? You want to be able to get the kind of guys that Lori Harvey gets? Go and put some money on yourself and you'll get a little bit of extra access to some of these guys and a little bit extra more that you didn't even know about. But anyways, enough advice from there. We need to move it on to the next tweet. So, on to the next tweet. A beautiful face attracts more partners than a beautiful body according to a scientific study. Hmm. Do I agree with this? Not entirely. I think this almost kind of discredits people with beautiful bodies. Because in a sense, in as much as a beautiful face is a beautiful face, when you're hearing it from the back, not unless if she's looking back at it, you will not see that beautiful face. Just saying. There is a reason why guys have the statement, cover the face and fire the base. Because sometimes she might not have the best looking face. Sometimes her face probably would have worked better if it was at the back of the head rather than at the front just because you know it would have been covered with hair. But the body that she has is to die for. 
and if anything i think bodies are probably one of the few parts of being a woman that you can actually change and you can modify and you can make better without any special modifications like makeup weaves wigs and at the end of it drastically change the number of guys and sometimes even the quality of guys that approach you trust me this is something that doesn't even require science to be told i'm telling you this as a guy that has a sickness for the thickness and yes a beautiful face will attract a lot of people a lot of times but it's usually always been a matter of what kind of beauty people are looking for depending on the region because if you said this someplace like i don't know the states maybe someone would come up and say that you're wrong if you said this to someone who's say in italy where most of their people are very skinny and they like a nice slender human being then as long as you're slender having a pretty face is probably all that you need there and it's not just italy other parts of europe also subscribe to that kind of thing the preferred kind of beauty for a lot of european countries requires you to be very slender and slim if you go to a place like south korea having a pretty face is an even more important thing like even guys there put on makeup like the beauty industry there is thriving so hard because they value how good your face looks they value a certain kind of paleness on the face so definitely the face will always supersede the body in a place like that so if these guys carried out that study that scientific survey some place around korea maybe italy then of course they'd probably come to these findings but look at a place like africa think about places where they value women who are thick you know some places like west africa east africa south africa even hell maybe even north africa i know in mauritania because a friend of mine was actually telling me this they actually like women who are much bigger on the lower end of their body and the thing is the bigger you are the more attractive you will be to the men that are there so if you go then you're a slender babe and you're of super dark skin then you probably won't be as attractive to a lot of the guys so as far as this goes i'd say you know what work on your strengths if you have a pretty face go work on that pretty face don't wear that makeup and make sure you stun on people and show them that you don't require makeup to look good if you have an amazing body flaunt that body wear something that accentuates it because that's what's gonna get you the guys if you have neither but you have a big brain and you're smart as hell flaunt that too if you have a big personality then that better just be the tits because i don't know which guy usually goes ahead looking for personality but anyways i think i've probably said enough of this so we should move it on to our final tweet of the show so on to the next tweet 90% of what it is to be a straight cis man is traumatizing women to impress other straight men queers non-binaries and femmes are missing literally nothing well this would be very hard for me to agree with especially considering that the person that put this out is a part of the lgbt community so how exactly would you know what it's like to be a straight cis man although then again let me just give a quick word of reference for those of you all that don't know cis is cisgendered cisgendered is more or less straight and well this is this is what he's trying to say as he's mentioning the fact that being a straight cisgendered man is just a matter of traumatizing women well in as much as i would like to agree i think we do a little bit more than that and no it doesn't just make up for the 10% 
we do quite a bit as straight cisgendered men. I'll admit it's not a lot, but we usually get to work hard, you know, go and make sure we get those positions that will make it look like we don't help women, not necessarily because we don't like them, but just because the world is unfair and organizational politics is actually a thing. So, you know, you get to hate us a little bit more for that. We get to hit on some of you, which is what some of you want so that you can scale up the business. But some of you don't like that. Then there's also the fact that we have to go and use our sperm to create more of you even though you guys don't exactly contribute to the reproductive growth of the world because well, Sim 2 is a thing and you know we will still be expected to pay child support and while all of that is happening we will still be hated online by the current online community because for some reason every straight guy is misogynistic and we do not help women. So in a sense, I think our 90% is occupied by a little bit more than that. I'd argue that the other 10% is just us having sex, but well, uh, I figure that you'd probably know what the other 10% is. But as far as missing out on things, queers, non-binaries and femmes, well, they probably miss out on quite a lot, especially considering that they don't exactly help produce more children on this planet. But anyways, I want to know your thoughts on this. Are you someone that feels like us straight men don't do anything or do you think that we actually contribute a little bit to the society? The DMs are open on Instagram, it is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And if you're on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs at BagakaTheD. Make sure you leave your thoughts and comments there. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening from CastBox, feel free to drop your comments and thoughts there and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care. <laughs>